0: All right, what's going on? This is uh, episode number six. We're we're post marathon today, so that's a that's a good feeling. If you hear anything crazy, I'm outside on the porch. Um, I don't know. Just decided to come outside and get this one in, so I'm gonna mostly talk about um, the marathon, and I did. Uh, shoot a couple bows finally this weekend, so I'm gonna shed some light on that. Um in the back half, of course, as usual. So, Marathon Day Man What an experience. You know, it's it's a if you haven't done a race like that or, or uh you know, even the relay or the half marathon or the five K, especially here in Pittsburgh. I know they've been doing it for ten years. But it's it's just such You know it's such an unbelievable experience. People are lined, you know, all the way along the whole the whole stretch of the marathon. Doesn't matter if you're doing the relay, the half, or whatever. There's people there cheering you on. You know, all the runners are there. Everyone's positive. There's not a negative thing ever said at the marathon. Um, You know, I was talking to my parents who who actually um, they were right at mile twenty-six, right at the marker just 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 right after it. So that was that was really special for me to uh to see them but just kind of reflecting with them afterwards I'm talking about just how you know positive everybody was and it was just a nice thing man to see everybody there cheering and my mom even said she had tears in her eyes just from you know seeing seeing how positive and just encouraging everybody was um to people they don't even know you know just complete strangers um but man, what a feeling! I just I can't, you know I can't say enough about it. Truly, I was really just trying to keep an open mind about the whole thing and just trying to soak up as much as possible. Um, I normally run with my headphones, and um, for the first thirteen miles, I didn't I didn't even touch them. They were just in my pack, so. You know, I, I really, 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 really would encourage you guys to, even if you're you're not a runner, maybe you might be somebody who hates running, just to take a look um, into doing one of those races, whether it's Pittsburgh or, or something else. I don't think, I think you come out of it a better person. I, I really do. I know, you know, everyone everyone who competes in it is, you know, happy with the result. I haven't heard one person say, you know, they wouldn't want to do it again. And as, as much as you suffer the next day, you know, it's. I think it's all worth it in the end. But I'm gonna start with my journey. So I woke up, um, I set my alarm for 3.45. I was, we had a plan, I was gonna meet my my sister-in-law who was driving down, and it's about 30 minutes to get to her house. So I, I set my alarm for 3.45. I, I barely got any sleep the night before. The baby was up, just, you know, I was, Anticipating the race, just kinda something I've always done with competition. You know, I used to never sleep before football games, but so it was the same thing here. But I got up at 3.45, I jumped in the shower, and uh those are my wind chimes. Hopefully you can't hear those too loud. i to have to pull those down. But I jumped in the shower, got out of the shower, had a nice quick bowl of cereal. Hang on one second. There we go. A little break in the action. But I had a nice big bowl of cereal. I had all my stuff together, already ready for the night before. So I jumped in the car. I got to uh, Monica's house probably around 4.40ish. And we talked for a little bit and then, you know, got what we needed together and and headed on down to Pittsburgh. We were there probably an hour and a half early, maybe a little earlier. but that was kind of the plan. It was, uh, it's been a few years now since I participated in, in the race. I did the relay, I think in 2011, 2012, something like that. So it, it had been a while since we'd all been down there and done it, so we weren't real familiar with uh, how it would all play out. So we got there early, which was good. Um, there was a nice church there that, that opened up its doors for us to use the bathroom and, and kind of hang out before the race. So we did that and the forecast said rain. Um, they were sure it was going to rain and, you know, by the time seven o'clock rolled around we got to the, the starting line, it hadn't rained and, uh, really and truly it didn't, it didn't rain hardly at all. Um, I wouldn't have noticed though, cause I was soaked with sweat, but the race started and it's su- it's such a cool thing, man. There's just people from all walks of life that, that come to these events and participate and. You know, some of them, you know, might even be handicapped, and they're out there and and they're doing their thing. It's it's really it's really an encouraging, unique, unique experience. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to to be able to do the full twenty six point two miles this year, and that's been something that I've been working towards for a long time. I think last year um, I might have been even in better shape, and uh, I was coming around. Uh, February when I broke my my leg, so I wasn't able to participate. And I can remember, I think I talked about this on an earlier podcast, but I can remember being in the gym and, and running on the treadmill, you know, just trying to complete one mile. You know, I had just gotten back into into really being able to move after rehab and everything with my leg. And I, I watched on the news as people crossed that, that finish line. It just, you know, it tore me up. I wanted to be there so bad, and and just just to be able to the op to have the opportunity to compete this year was was truly special. Um, my brother actually decided he would run the the half marathon two weeks ago. He hadn't trained at all, and uh, so I was with him, my sister-in-law, my buddy Barky at the start line, and it was just it was surreal, really. Um, I think they said thirty-seven thousand people. We're, we're there for the the relay half marathon marathon. I don't know if that includes The events that happened before Sunday, but 37,000 people man and you get to be one of them you get to be part of all that so The race started off. I felt great. You know, I was moving and I was really um I was really invigorated I guess or I had some adrenaline going um just from all the hoopla and and the whole thing so i was able to to get out at a good pace i think early and uh i really felt good And it, it had been a long time since i was that fresh running too you know i took some time off um when the baby was born uh, i spent that week with my family and uh i had a you know an awesome time doing that but i didn't know how much that would affect my my running and uh I think it. I think it did. You know, I never. I never dealt with cramps ever. Uh, training, not one time. And right about mile fourteen, I started to feel like my inner quad, um, on both legs, kind of starting to starting to cramp. And I was able to push through. And uh, you know, there's a lot of people. I think right around um, if you run Pittsburgh. Right where they, they split, I put this on my Instagram story, it's probably gone now by the time you hear this, but right where they split, you know they tell you half marathoners left, full marathoners right. And it's like, uh, it's almost, I think, a half mile, it's kind of uphill. Like right before you get into Oakland, you'll go up on this bridge. And um, it's a good, it's not a real, real steep, but it's long, it's a long, long hill. And I think right at that point is kind of where know people start to struggle the most if you're doing the half or if you're you're doing the full and you're a first-timer that hill really uh, I guess you know plays a toll on your legs there really aren't too many hills um, to that point but right about then is when I really started to feel um, my legs I think that's closer to 11 miles but they started to feel sore you know I hadn't felt sore the whole time I felt great By the time I got around to 13 They were uh, They were just Starting and then at 14 I definitely had some cramping going on So that wasn't Something that I had dealt with at all During training so I really wasn't sure You know how my body was gonna Was gonna react because at 14 You still have 12 more miles So I knew that uh, I was gonna be pushing through some things early which I didn't really anticipate I thought I would feel a lot better but you know it is what it is every time I tell people this all the time but anytime you get over get over 12 miles I don't care you know who you are or what you've done you know things start to change you know I even when I was training in, in some of the best runs I had you know where I felt the best at 12 miles just different different things start to happen. You know, it might be your your right calf or your left calf. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but there's always something. There's always something. It's usually something different every time that'll start to nag. And I I guess it's just your body trying to tell you to quit. Um, and really, for me, uh, this time it was cramping. So I was in, I was really anticipating my left leg is the leg I broke. So I was really anticipating my my left leg to be giving me problems, you know, as the race progressed, as we got further into these miles. But um, it didn't. You know, I felt it early on a little bit. It felt a little tight uh, prior around mile six, seven. I thought, yeah, that's when I started thinking, man, I might I might be dealing with this later. But really and truly, um, my left leg felt great for the entire race, minus the cramping. I'm not having any issues with my foot nothing my ankle my knee nothing man my left leg felt great so once I started cramping um, I really started focusing on hydrating during the race you know this is the first time I've ever done something like this so I wasn't really sure uh, exactly how this was gonna play out so every chance I had to drink a Gatorade or a water or eat, eat an orange or whatever they were giving out gummy worms or something I was I was getting as much as I could the little gel packs oh and that's something I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you're a runner, but the gel packs, they taste so bad, oh my goodness. I don't know if it was just me, and one in particular, I don't know what brand it was, what flavor it was, I just—I cracked it open, put it in my mouth, and it was it was like a crunchy, like jello, like a honey, but it, it didn't taste like honey in it. Oh my goodness, I whatever brand that is, I do not recommend. It was it was awful so after that I made sure I was looking to see if it was the same the same brand after I after I had one that bad so I dang near almost threw up but I was really trying to hydrate get my legs back together and uh, I did well I think it really helped um, it kind of subsided maybe a little bit um, but I got to mile 20 and uh, my legs weren't weren't cooperating any longer. It got to the point where I would be, you know, at this point it wasn't really a run; it was more like a trot. I'd be trotting along, kind of doing my thing, and uh, something would kind of cramp. But when you know, when your body cramps, it, it locks up. So every time it would lock up, I'd be mid stride or just planting, and it would almost it would almost knock me over because you know you're trying to gain your balance and everything else, and you're you're kind of one of your limbs kind of stiffens out on you it gives out it's hard to to maintain a stride Um, so that was that was really irritating you know it started to really really play a toll on my mind I didn't want to fall over in front of everybody so I was really just just kind of making sure um, that I had my balance because that was that was something I was really struggling with it was definitely on my mind but what I really Really want to talk about is not you know this is my my marathon story, but all the people that participated in it. And um, if you follow me on IG, I, I I made a post about this. There were so many people, man, so many people, just just resilient. And I know I know they were hurting because they were, I was hurting, you know. And people just kept pushing and kept fighting. I don't care if they were. You know, men, women, kids—you know, older folks. It didn't matter, man. People were there to finish that race. They weren't gonna quit no matter what. It was—it was incredible to be a part of something where, where everyone's focused. Everyone's drive. Everyone's drive was to cross that finish line. I mean, it was—it was invigorating, man. Like people that you would never expect to pick them off the street and like, there's no way. In the world, this man or this woman could complete a marathon. They were doing it. And they weren't just doing it. They were blowing me out of the water. They were blowing me out of the water. It was it was, it was, was very humbling. You know, I, I put a lot of effort and time into this. And, and you know, it paid off because I, I was able to finish. But I wasn't able to, to do it in the time that I wanted. You know, I wasn't able to, to do it in the fashion that I wanted. Um, I wasn't able to wake up this morning. Like I wanted, so I I learned a lot um, about myself, about running marathons, about um, hydration, just different things when you're when you're putting your body through that kind of stress. Um, And I don't know, man. Just I think seeing all the people, you know, going through what I went through and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. You know, there was a couple people I I saw, you know, along the race that. you know, we'd pass each other, or I'd slow down, or she'd slow down, or he'd slow down, whoever it was, you know, that I kind of got to know and talk to a little bit as we, as we struggled. It was, you know, it was awesome, you know, just to have somebody cheering you on. You know, there's this one, this one girl in particular, I'd never got her name, and uh, you know, we were running, and <clears throat> she stopped, it. she stopped to grab a Gatorade like I did. I was trying to to get as many as possible as, as I was, you know, running by. And, you know, I looked over at her and, you know, I knew she was hurting. And I looked at her, said, are you cramping? She said, yeah, you cramping? I said, oh yeah, I'm cramping. She's like, your first one? I said, yeah, that's my first one. You know, and she went on to explain to me, just, you know, try to give me advice, hydrate as much as you can, you know, eat as much as you can, what people are handing out and just, you know, just keep moving, keep working. And I, I stayed I didn't stay with her, but I ran um, at a pace similar to hers for for quite a quite a few miles after that. And um, one part in particular, one part in particular, she uh, she must have caught a second wind because <laughs> here she come up, and she patted me on the back, and just said good luck, and kind of took off. And that was really the last I saw uh, from her. But just just experiences like that, I mean, you know, complete strangers. You know, I, I didn't know these people from Adam. You know, and every every single one of them was out there, you know, trying to help me out, trying to do, you know, our due diligence and encouraging other people to finish the race. And boy, you know, people are resilient. It, it was it was truly incredible to see just all these people, you know, putting their full effort, you know, all their heart into finishing this race. And for me, I know as I got closer and closer to the finish line, um, as I was moving slower and slower, as I continued to to struggle, to just push myself, just I I kept trying to focus on separating mind from body, just trying to keep my my legs moving to block out the pain, to to really to just dig deep and keep running, and it, it was very difficult, man. I I've never I've never really experienced something where my body was telling me to quit so much and that my mind that i was so focused on i was so determined to finish that i wasn't going to quit no matter what but my body wanted me to so bad i mean my body was telling me it was trying it was trying to get to me do everything it, it possibly could to get me to stop running but you know when you're doing something like that you can't you know and i i, I put a post up about this but there's different people out there in the world that do amazing, amazing things. Um, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are or where you come from. I, I truly believe that everybody's capable of, of great things. And as long as you're willing to, to put in the work and put in the effort, I think, whatever it is you're chasing, these things will eventually come full circle to you. You know, I'm a, I'm a Conor McGregor, you know, fan um, wasn't a fan of the bus incident, but I am a Conor McGregor fan and he talks about the law of attraction. And the law of attraction, he always says, you know, if you think it, if you believe it, if you say it, it will happen. And I know it sounds silly and it might sound cocky, but you know, I told myself forever, I told everybody that I was gonna I was gonna finish this marathon. And um, and I did. And I know twenty-six miles you know it might sound like a lot to some people, but there are so many other people out there in this world that would just dominate twenty six miles you know there are people who run twenty six hit the finish line turn around and run twenty six back to the start you know just there's incredible incredible people out there and and really and truly you know one day hopefully i can I can be someone who can achieve things like that. You know, my dad always, always had the saying when we were kids when he was coaching football, you know, we were young, 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 and uh, we'd be running laps, right? We'd be running laps around the little baseball field there during practice, and, you know, we'd screw up or whatever, and he'd make us do six inches. So we'd do six inches and run laps, and he would tell us, he'd make us say, I am a machine. I don't get tired and I don't get hurt. He's like, he said, say it with me, I am a machine. I don't get tired, I don't get hurt. And it's funny cause, you know, I was just, I was probably seven, probably younger than that. You know, when he first, when he first told me that, when he first made us, I'll say that. And uh, you know, I'm a 27 year old grown man. And I was running the marathon yesterday thinking I am a machine, I don't get tired, I don't get hurt. I am a machine. I don't get tired, I don't get hurt. And it's just it's funny how how life works like that. You know. If you're if you're willing if you're willing to go the distance, if you're willing to put in the time, the effort to chase your dream, whatever it might be, you know, I, I really, I really, really believe that no matter what it is, you'll be able to accomplish it. And that's That's something that That nobody would ever be able to take away from you So That's kind of my little Marathon update I finished, even want to know what time I finished? I finished 5 hours and 21 minutes Or 5 hours and 19 minutes And 21 seconds I think Or the other way around Either way um, I had a goal finish at 4 and four hour, or four and a half hours And uh I was well off um as you as you can see, so I didn't quite make my time, but i did I did finish, and uh, I was proud of the way I fought through you know a lot of different adversity adversity um, but I have a long way to go, you know, and uh maybe it was because I didn't train hard enough, maybe it was my nutrition, maybe it was you know lack of sleep I don't know um I don't know what it was, I know I'm capable of more than that. Um, but in the same token, you know, it was, it was an unbelievable experience. I learned so much about myself and so much about, you know, other people and, and just, you know, being able to motivate myself and, and others around me just, you know, I can't, I can't say enough about it. So if you've never done one, you know, I, I would, I would truly encourage you to sign up. Um, I don't care if it's the half or, or the full or you know a relay or, or a 5k it, it doesn't really matter um I think for the experience it's just it'd be good for everybody to be a part of it so that's that's really all I have um remember the law of attraction that's something I believe into um if you're man enough to say it you know you better be willing to do it to go through it and I think that um I think that the law of attraction I think that's real so um yeah, that's pretty much all I have on the marathon. Uh, if you, uh, I don't know how long this is, but if you wanna, if you wanna hop off, I'm gonna talk a little bit about bow hunting. Um, I was finally able to get down to uh, Archer's Edge, which is a uh, a bow shop um, near the Robinson area near Pittsburgh. It's the same bow shop that uh, Ben Roethlisberger goes to. If you're a, a Steelers fan, Big Ben buys all his bows there and. And his family bows there so um, my man down there Steve knows what he's doing he runs he runs a shop and I really can't can't say enough about it you know they they sell Matthews Hoyt uh, Garmin they have all the new Garmin stuff at zero sight it's really neat um, they have I think it's they carry elite pretty sure Bowtech but um i was able to shoot i was able to shoot that's my dog peter i was able to shoot the matthews triax and the hoyt rx1 um i don't see i'm so biased towards matthew or i'm sorry towards towards hoyt i've been a, a Hoyt guy my whole life so i'm definitely biased towards hoyt and i don't want to discourage you from buying whatever whatever brand of bow you're into because I think that you know every brand will work and I want you to shoot what you're comfortable with not what I tell you to buy not what somebody else tells you to buy. whatever bow you like the most and you're comfortable with that's the bow you should take into the woods you know there's a there's a, there's a fine line between success and failure in, in bow hunting and uh, I think having the right bow that's that's comfortable in your hands is is more important than than buying something that somebody else thinks is is better for you. So I um I was able to shoot the Matthews triax, and here's what I will tell you about it. Um, it's shorter axle to axle. They made it shorter on purpose. That was that was one of their intents. Um, it's super dead in the hand. You know, um, because it's shorter, there's less there's less vibration, and when the arrow, you know, flies through your rest, it's it's really um, incredible how much they were able to, to dampen um, the vibration uh, from an arrow. It's, it's probably the most vibrationless bow I've ever shot um, in my life. And I haven't shot every bow out there, so take that for what it is. But if that's something that you like or that you enjoy when you're shooting, then that's that's a good bow to look at. The other thing too is a lot of people get freaked out with the with the 28 inches, um, axle to axle. But the cams are so large that string angle is. I shoot a 28 and a half inch draw. That string angle felt better to me than the bow I'm shooting now, which is a Pro Defiant, and it's 31 inches axle, 31 and a half I think inches axle to axle. So the string angle for me, and I know for most people who shoot it, um, was not really an issue. But people hear 28 inches and they get freaked out. So um, I, I enjoyed shooting it. It was such a smooth draw. Um, I will say that the way the cams roll over is a lot different than the Hoyt. So that was uh, different to me. And the other thing that was really different was the grip. Um, I'm really comfortable with Hoyt's grips just because I've been shooting them. You know, for four or five years now, so that's something that I've kind of become accustomed to. I'm not saying I couldn't adjust and learn how to hold a Matthews, and I'm still not sure on which bow that I'm going to purchase. Um, I haven't made the decision yet, and uh, I've really been enjoying shooting this Pro Defiant. And I think um, every year I kind of I kind of wait last minute. I usually take the bow um, that I bought the previous year all the way through turkey season, and turkey won't be over till the end of May, so. I'm, uh, I'm buckling down here with the Pro Defiant, trying to make it happen. So that hasn't really, um, I don't know, it hasn't really, I haven't been forced to buy a new bow because I've really enjoyed shooting this one. So the other bow, the Hoyt's bow is just, it's Hoyt man, it's reliable, it's, it's, it's comfortable to me. Um, I think the draw cycle is smoother than the Matthews because the cams aren't as big so there's not such a big rollover when you get to the back wall. It's a really it's a really smooth shooter so the whole time you pull back there's no there's not a there's not a a hitch in the in the draw cycle you know you're all the way back it's nice and smooth there's nothing there's it feels like it feels I was shooting 60 pounds I think get the bow set for me at 60 that was the one they had out there I'm a lefty so being lefty sucks because there's not really a whole lot of you know opportunities at different you know bow shops to to shoot you know lefty bows because they either a sell out or B don't even have them in stock so and half the time if they do have them in stock they're not in your you know the draw weight you want or the draw length you want so I think he had me on a 29 inch draw, and I was shooting uh, 60 pounds. But I'm man, it felt like 40. That thing just that thing was just smooth as butter going back. And I don't know if you're a white guy or like me, you know you can always count on one. Um, I went to Colorado last year. I was unsuccessful, and I put my bow through through hacking back. You know, I beat the tar out of it. You know, it went through all kinds of briars. I dropped it a couple times. I mean, it, it got it got beat up, you know, and I, I came home after that and uh, did some shooting and it, it was still spot on. So, you know, I, with Hoyt, you know, I know what I'm getting. Um, I will say if you're, you know, like me and you like to buy new bows, you know, Hoyt sells those carbon risers. They're not cheap, man. They're not freaking cheap. Um, that's a one thing. I will say that this about Hoyt is they charge you an arm and a leg for a new bow every year. So, I don't know. If you're uh, if you're from this area and you, you like bow hunting, Archer's Edge is a, is a really, really, really good place to go check out. And, you know, it's funny because I order a lot of different things online um, because bow shops around here don't really have the things I'm looking for, whether it's a, you know, a spot hog release or, or a, a spot hog sight, you know, left-handed, you know, whatever it is, uh, deep six knocks, deep six arrows, you know, all, all kinds of stuff that, you know, kind of, you know, you're, you're only going to get if the retailer really, 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 um, I don't want to say knows what he's doing, but has a affinity or, or has a preference with what he shoots or she shoots, whoever it is, whoever it is around the shop. Um, chances are, if the if the owner shoots spot hog, then they're gonna have spot hog. If the owner, you know, shoots something else, they're gonna have whatever else it is. So Archer's Edge, I think, does a good job of spreading everything out. They have they have um, you know a lot of good stuff there. So if you're a uh, if you're a bow hunter in the area. And you like, and you like, sorry, dog's crying, but if you're a bow hunter in this area around Pittsburgh and you like, um, and you like checking out new bows and new equipment, um, Archer's Edge will be able to deliver for you. So, that's kind of all i got, and, uh, hopefully you guys got something out of this podcast, um, Again, you know, I would encourage you to, to check out the next um, race in Pittsburgh next year. It's usually the first Sunday in May. And, man, what a what an absolute blast. What an experience. Um, hopefully I'll, I'll, uh, I'll run it next year. Um, I'm not sure, though. I'm, I'm looking into different challenges and different things because uh, I like to change things up. So I don't know if I'll... I'll go that same route, who knows, maybe I'll do a different challenge and run it too, I'm not really sure, so, um, yeah, I don't know, but, like I said, I encourage you to, uh, to participate, so, I'm, uh, I'm dropping new hats, um, soon, I have a, uh, I've ordered them a while ago, so, um, they're different than the last ones, so that's pretty cool, um, and if you can't, listen to the first episode on my podcast it's because i have not yet um i need to purchase more space on soundcloud but i've held off because i've had a website like up and ready to go um for a while but i have to pay for it so i haven't i haven't released it yet because i wanted to get more content out there and i basically i didn't want to start a website and waste my money so i've been trying to build this up a little bit more Um, so I'm kind of toying with that idea right now, whether I'm going to hit the website and I'll be able to get free space on there once I purchase it or just upgrade SoundCloud. Um, I don't know yet, but if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you know, please find me on Instagram. You know, a lot of people, a lot of different people have, uh, have messaged me and, you know, that, that truly means a lot. You know, there was a couple people wearing my hat in the marathon yesterday, which was so cool. Um, I, I even pulled into Walmart this morning. And uh, I know it sounds silly, but the guy next to me was wearing my hat. It was Wigton. So I got to I got to talk to Tom and he ran the half marathon yesterday, so that was really cool. And and uh, you know, going to Walmart, this guy's wearing my hat. So um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just chugging along here. So if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, um, find me on Instagram or my email is J A K E Y D eleven at yahoo.com is jkd 11 at as the most professional email you'll ever hear you will ever hear in your life. So alright guys. Hope you're having a, a good week. God bless.